lot of the smaller companies, they're often of the opinion that they can't negotiate a contract and they had to just sign the contract. The bigger and more advanced construction companies know that the margin is in post-award. Whenever there's a conversation about giving people more work, it's like, hmm, well, it's not about, oh, those guys will do whatever you say. It's like, oh, they know what they're doing. And so you want to be in the they know what they're doing camp rather than they'll do whatever we say. Really quick, before we get started, if you're a return listener, can you please leave a rating? If you're on Spotify or iTunes, you can leave star ratings and subscribe. It makes a huge difference to the growth of the podcast, and it, it means that we can impact more construction companies to allow them to make more profit and stay in business over long term, and that's all we want to do. So please uh, leave a rating and subscribe, and now let's get on with the show. Construction legend. So I was recently interviewed by Sean Carroll on the Trady Connection podcast. It's a short and sweet one, and we dive into the intriguing world of contract management and we journey to the dark side where I was on the client side, the owner side, and we explore the disastrous consequences of doing contracts management completely wrong. If you get any sort of value, please just click the subscribe button, like, do something with your thumbs um, to give the love to other construction people out there who can benefit from this and stay in business longer, make money, have better cash flow and reduce their risk. Talk to you soon. Hello and welcome to the Trady Connection podcast. I'm joined by Key and Brendan um, from Quantum Contract Solutions. Welcome on. Hi, Sean. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, I'm happy I nailed the pronunciation there. <laughs> yes, you got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. perfect. Um, yeah. So just uh, firstly, do you mind just explaining uh, what you do and, and, and well, that's it, what it is that you do? <clears throat> well, I, I heard cats online. Basically, no. What I do is I created a system in 2019, which is a kind of combination of technology and people, which essentially gives subcontractors access to top level contractual systems and processes and support to put into their business. And so they can essentially have the expertise and systems and processes that top construction companies would have for a, a, you know, a price point that they can afford. Mm, cool. cool. And, and how did you get into this side of the industry? I was on the dark side. I was on the, <laughs> the client side and I was just seeing more and more companies losing money, going out of business, signing stupid contracts with landmines all over it, not getting paid for work that they were doing mm -hmm. and going out of business. And knowing that I understood how to navigate the insides of those businesses that were essentially paying people, I was able to show the smaller construction companies how to do things properly to make sure that they sign a lower risk contract, have better cash flow and get paid for the stuff that they do and avoid disputes. Mm -hmm. And what would, a, what would a typical process look like for you once you, uh, once you get in touch with the client? Um, what are some of the things that you, you look out for first or you know, the, you know, what's, what's the process look like once people get in touch with you? Well, first of all, it, it's probably there's a bit of a belief thing that we have to talk about. So with a lot of the smaller companies, they're often of the opinion that they can't negotiate a contract and they had to just sign the contract. And then that's the pre-award phase. And in post-award, they're of the opinion that if they appear contractual, they're you know, that's not going to be good. They're going to be, you know, they're not going to get additional work or whatever. And mm -hmm. so it's breaking down those beliefs. The first instance, the reality of the situation is 
is only the small companies don't try to negotiate. So you're essentially putting your hand up to say, hey, I'm pretty green. I don't really know what I'm doing when you don't try and negotiate. Mm-hmm. And in the post-award phase, the bigger and more advanced construction companies know that the margin is in post-award. Mm-hmm. And so if you are contractual, right? So I'll tell you, to do it wrong, if you turn contractual halfway through a project, that's where things, because you, they've gotten to know you and they've like, oh, this guy will do whatever I say, basically. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you turn contractual, of course they're not going to like it. But if you start off, submitting your notice, submitting your variations quickly, EOTs quickly, and following a contract perfectly, they just look at you as very professional. Hey, so we'll get back to the pod in two seconds. And so if you're getting some value from this or you're enjoying it and you think there's other people in the construction industry that would also, please just use your thumb, share it with them on WhatsApp or whatever uh, way that you share these type of things, Facebook, whatever it happens to be. Um, It makes a huge difference to the podcast. It allows us to grow and impact more people. And we really, really appreciate it. Thanks that's what the big companies do and so there's absolutely if you can look professional they're gonna they're actually and having been on the other side of the table that whenever there's a conversation about giving people more work it's like hmm well it's not about oh those guys will do whatever you say it's like oh they know what they're doing and so mm-hmm. you want to be in the they know what they're doing camp rather than they'll do whatever we say because mm-hmm, they'll essentially look at you and go well it's not worth sort of ruining the relationship here or just trying to get every last cent out yeah pretty much exactly And but they also know that companies like yours if you are contractual are actually going to be able to deliver the work because mm-hmm. ultimately you're getting paid mm-hmm. whereas companies that don't know like are not getting paid the cash flow is really tight it's very hard to deliver the work mm-hmm. yeah definitely and do you have any uh, examples of success while, while working any any stories you want to tell a top clients depending on on how big they are typically tend to save 100k in costs versus hiring a contracts administrator sign contracts that are 82 percent have less less risk in them and that's what we've done over 2,700 contract reviews at this stage. So it's a pretty normal average for us now. And most of our clients will be getting variations in EOTs across the line that they normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. Um, and for our listeners who are mostly tradies on the tools, what's uh, what's the process of uh, well, how do they get in touch and how do they get the conversation started with you guys? Well, so very simply... If you want to do all of this stuff yourself, one mm-hmm. is if you go, we have Construction Secrets podcast and we have mm-hmm. Construction Secrets YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So the podcast, if you listen to the podcast from start to finish, you're pretty much going to be contractually savvy and know all of the ins and outs of the money side of construction. Mm-hmm. The other is there in on YouTube, there's a playlist on our channel, which is a contract negotiation, what we call certificate. Mm-hmm. And if you go and there's 16 videos there, it'll show you exactly what you need to look for in every single contract. So that's where to go. Uh, check out all of that uh, free stuff. If you want us to do it for you, you can go to quantumcontractsolutions.com. But the, the free stuff is more than enough for you to just get going. Mm, that's great. That's great. And, and what's next for you guys and, and Quantum Contract Solutions? Is it more of the same or expanding or what's the, what's the company looking like? Yeah, we're expanding. So we're currently in Australia. New Zealand and the US. And so our big focus at the moment is expanding in the United States. So we're growing our teams there, we're growing our presence there. And I guess after that, it's, I mean, the US is a bit different in that there's 50 different states, which is essentially 50 different countries. Mm. And so, you know, I think that's probably 
where we're focusing over the next couple of years and maybe probably also Canada too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, a little shout out to the Australian tradies there for keeping it simple for you guys where it's just one big country. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, actually, incidentally, Australia is different. There's, there's, you have all the different states have different laws as well. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, but for the most part, the the contracts themselves are all very similar. It's all the mm. same clients it's all the same companies that are doing most of the work mm-hmm. but uh, are we still changing the tracks once we get from victoria to new south wales are we still keeping those sort of discrepancies amongst the state <laughs> <laughs> well they're, they're they're pretty much the same <laughs> no worries um all right well you've, you've touched on all my questions are there any further comments you wanted to make no that's uh that's everything really nice to chat sean and hopefully we can chat again in the future okay thanks for being sean chat to you soon <laughs>